Bienvenido de nuevo a otro episodio de Dos Kiris Sin Guía. Tengo tantas ganas de introduciros a mi amigo Andrés. ¡Ay, qué majo! Me vas a presentar así. Bueno. Andrés, otra vez, para el cuarto o quinto capítulo de esta, esta temporada. Bueno, ¿Quién, ¿quién sabe? Solo Dios. Bueno, y soy yo, Miguel. <risa> Entonces, yeah. Oye, Miguel. Yeah. ¿De qué vamos a hablar hoy? Bueno, pues para mí, uh, tengo una idea. Uh, hay una herramienta buenísima para mí. Casi es la mejor herramienta para hablar y aprender el español. Y se llama wordreference.com. Wordreference.com. Wordreference. Will you give me the honors of letting me translate that? Might it be wordreference.com? That is. That is a very sharp eye you've got there, Andres. Ojo, that's actually wordreference.com. <laughs> well, I've, I've been sharpening my skills, probably thanks to, on behalf of uh, wordreference.com. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah man, I'm down to talk about that. I've got a couple of points. We are back, and today we are talking about wordreference.com and there are two probably even more but I'm going to divide this into two main ways that I use this website um, so it can be used both with vocabulary doubts you know if you're not quite sure what a word means or what you know the third use of this word means like we were saying sometimes with verbs there are so many different uses for them that even if you know the first three, you might not know the fourth or the fifth or the sixth one, like with HR. Like that's a great example of one that I would totally look up on word reference to be like, hey, does this, what, is this one that I could use uh, in this situation, in this context? And I can, so it's, so one use of it is just a dictionary, you know? Uh, but it's a really good official dictionary. It's not one that's going to give you a one word, two word definition. It's going to give you a nice, official, good definition. Anyway, do you want to talk sure. about another use of that? Uh, well, I really enjoy that, you know, it's not guaranteed, but in so many cases, they have a full sentence for the word and underneath a translated sentence. So a little caveat, you got to be careful because at times they'll have a totally different sentence translated below that seems like completely unrelated. Like it'll be about Hannah in the top sentence and below it's about, about a police officer as the subject. So just like have a wary eye while checking that. But in the majority of the cases, I love the fact that they give you a sample sentence and then translate it into your mother language, if that's what you're using. Oh yeah, I mean, that's, that's great just to see not just the one sample sentence, to see how they use it in context in Spanish, but then also the particular word that they use to translate it. Because on word reference, if you look up a word in Spanish, they don't give you the English equivalent, they give you the actual definition in Spanish. But then on top of that, they also do give you an English equivalent. Um, and then, obviously, like we, like Andres was saying, the the example sentence is another good one too. But Andres, you also said that there's another thing underneath all that that is another part of word reference that you really, really enjoy. Could you go into that a little bit? Are you referring to the forums? No, that's going to be part two. That's going to be the second part. I was talking about the frases hechas on the bottom that you were just saying that you like so much. Yeah. Okay. So. Over time, word reference has been around for a while, 
And I remember like four, five years ago using this site. I might have my years mixed up, man, but it was a while ago. It's, it's been around for since I think I almost first started learning Spanish in like high school. So it's been, it's yeah. been a while. And it has expanded its uh, jargon and expressions and what they say in Spanish, frases hechas, like almost infinitely. So that's something I get a big kick out of. And uh, although they aren't always practical because you have to like know the frase hecha really well to insert it into like – you can't always use it the way that like a verb comes up so often. But – Nevertheless, like I love it for the process HS. It seems like, in my opinion, that's the best place to turn when you're looking for sound translations. And uh, if we're not going to get into it, then I won't talk too much about the forums, but I would always add, well, I was yeah, gonna say just, I always just like encourage people to go just a little bit further and see what the natives are posting about what word reference suggests. Because sometimes they have, while word reference may not be wrong, they just have like cooler or more fun alternatives from the natives in the forums. Yeah, I guess I just kind of wanted to talk about that in a slightly separated part of, of the podcast, but that's okay because they really are together. That's the, that's the great thing about word reference is rather than being, I could very easily see this being in three different websites, kind of a, a list of like frases hechas and like, uh, and, you know, maybe translations, and then a dictionary, and then also a third separate website for these forums, um, the foros, as they call them. Um, but they're all together in one website. So basically what you can do is if you're looking up a specific grammar structure or specific part of vocabulary, you first can go to the dictionary side, look it up, see if your question gets answered there, or, you know, in the phrases HS or in the, basically in the, the synonyms or any part of that side of word reference. But if not, there's somewhere deeper that you can go that Andres was touching on, but maybe didn't explain a hundred percent. So there's um, the, the forums, like we were saying, is where anybody can post. And there's people who are really enthused about languages who can be people learning languages uh, or they can be native speakers from different countries all over the world, and they will go in the forums and they will talk about and sometimes debate what each particular thing means. So if I uh, am wondering exactly how they use a particular verb in Costa Rica, I could go on and I could look up and based, so the way I look it up is I search on Google and then link directly to that forum. I don't really search it on word reference, but if I'm looking up specifically, how a verb is used in like Costa Rica, I would go to Google, I type in word reference forums, you know, Costa Rica, and then I'd type in that specific verb. And then more likely than not, there would be a whole, uh, there would be a whole message board of people from different countries talking about how they use it. And then specifically, maybe how, how, how this person uses it and another person maybe from the same country will say, oh, well, you can use it like that, but I think that's a more archaic, a slightly more formal use of it. I use it like this. And then and there'll just be a whole message board of people just debating how they specifically use grammar structures and vocabulary in their specific uh, Spanish-speaking country or, you know, it's not only Spanish, it's got all sorts of languages on there. 
Um, but for me, that is one, that's probably almost a more inclusive tool because anyone can look something up in the dictionary. But uh, looking at the forums, you get a really good, you get a really good viewpoint of the way a native speaker uses and views that word, which is just, it, it's, it's just, it's like, it's like having a, a whole host of native speakers just at your disposal, at your disposal, ready to ask them so many questions. And you know, the funny thing, I've never even posted on that. I've never even had right. to ask the question myself. It's always been already asked by someone else previously. I just have to look it up. Yeah, I, yeah. So you wanna for the most part, anything that I ever wanted to, to consult about Spanish, it was already up there, if not in the previous portion where there's the dictionary and then there's like the translations below. Uh, like if you scroll down below all of the dictionary translations, etc., there should be a part, and, it, and I've noticed that it's different in every language. So like the, the structure actually isn't identical if you're doing it in Turkish, if you're doing it oh. in German. Um, yeah, it takes on a little bit of a different structure and it might be worth looking into, but it's nothing that would like lend to any kind of confusion. But it's, what was I going to say? Oh, the bold part at the bottom where it tells you so many different usages. usages. It'll be like one, and then I actually wrote it down. Hold so on. Like, take I might, on this. I kind of want to almost pop this up so people can see in the video. I'm going to, I'm right at my computer. Let me pop up word reference real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Have it running in the back. Um, but if you take a word, and this is getting ahead a little bit, but I know that we committed to keeping the episodes to a certain timeline. So one word that I chose was antes. And uh, I think that this website is phenomenal for prepositions. And I'm not going to explain too extensively why prepositions, but you get a lot of variance in their meanings, right? So if you put in something like antes, it spits out like three or four different usages. And then it also suggests learning about ante. So it's like, it's almost like it's aware of complications or hiccups in language learning because I know that I, for one, while learning Spanish, didn't really differentiate between antes and ante, mm. and I would use them interchangeably, but I would notice that other people were saying ante, and I just didn't understand that. So I would purposely select antes and hope that they got where I'm coming from. Mm. And anyways, turning to this site, all the clarification I ever needed was posted. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's, and that's the great part is it's not only on the one side, so that's you even saying not even in the forums, that's you saying in the dictionary slash the thesaurus slash usages side, uh, so many questions can be answered there. And that's why we were saying, even if it didn't have the forums, this is still in my top three most useful tools for Spanish of all time. And then you add the forums and it's just, and it doubles its, its utility. Um, but anyway, so I'm gonna bring this over to this page and show them what it looks like, like Andres is saying, what it looks like when you type in a word-to-word -word reference. Uh, you could type it in, in this little search bar and it will pop up. So it will give all the different, uh, the translations and definitions. So, so here is the, the word, type of speech, um, or part of speech rather, and then it will give a uh, definition in Spanish and then the English equivalent, and then it's got the 
And it's got the, tra uh, the example sentences, translation of the example sentences. Sometimes it'll like show little, uh, little notes to help you with the translation or help you with understanding. But then we scroll down here. We've also got the compound forms, like the, uh, the phrases hechas, like Andres was saying. Um, so it's not just a single word. It can be in a, you know, a multiple word phrase. But then on top of that, you can go all the way down. And then it also says uh, in the Spanish descriptions, um, so like other kind of related words and phrases. And then, so here's the good stuff down here at the bottom. You scroll all the way down to the bottom and it shows all of the different forum discussions with the word antes in the title. So you can uh, search through the forums like this, or you can go to Google and just type in word reference, Spanish, forums, and then whatever word you're particularly looking for. Um, but I really can't over-exaggerate how ridiculously useful this tool is. I have used this so many times, and it has helped me to not look like a fool a lot of times, because uh, in learning anything, but especially I think a language, a lot of times you will think that you understand something and want to tell the people that, and then a lot of times that will turn out to not be true. So verifying that something you were saying actually is the case on word reference is something I have done many times, even for this podcast. Uh, if I'm yeah, saying yeah. something out loud and, you know, Andres and I are just not, we both like have, we both say we think it's something slightly different. That is the first place I'm going to verify that, you know, what is, what's yeah, actually going on, that I'm wrong or whatever's going on. That's the first place I go to see what the real case is. A hundred percent wordreference.com can't beat it. Andres, you got something to say? Yeah, man. So this is switching gears a little bit. I just wanted to tell people about how I kind of used it and it's going to, I will try to keep it short, but it involves one other resource and you can find a, like different of these. But my favorite one is on Amazon. It's the first one that pops up when you search frequency dictionary and then put the language that you want to learn. And the way that it's structured is based off of uh, the prevalence or how common that word is in a language. And so um, when, you up, or when you load a page on word reference using one word, off to the side, there's going to be a little scroll bar. And depending on how big or small that scroll bar is, it shows you like just how much this word gets used in the language, right? Like if I put in ir or ser, there's going to be so much content to cover, so many different usages, right? And I love coupling these two resources. For me, this is like the number one way to churn through material effectively in the beginning of learning a language is like... Get yourself a frequency dictionary because they put in all the legwork to determine what words are mega useful and common. Yeah. Oh, so I just wanted to ask. So that's what you'll do when you first start learning a language to learn like the most common verbs. That's not like you heard this verb, wanted to learn more about the specific verb. That's like you going out of your way to look for new vocabulary in a new language. You mean like that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a great way to, to use it that I had actually never thought of before was to actively expand your vocabulary because I had only ever previously used it 
to clarify things that I already knew. That is a huge other use for yeah. That's really cool. So I, I actually want to take this just one step further because it occurred to me today, and I can't promote it too much, but the idea kind of just leapt into my head when I was preparing this podcast. And there, I think there's a strategy for making a vocab list that would be fucking blockbuster. Just bonkers awesome. So um, bonkers every awesome. time... You I love your, I just really love your reference. Yeah. Um, you should have a, a word document open and then put that in, put that word or that frase hecha in the word document and then look it up on word reference and learn whatever you need. Okay, good. Next time you do word reference, go ahead and have that same word document open and search, you know, control S or if you are using a Spanish keyboard, control B. I think it's control F. You, I think it's control F. Control find, right? Yeah. Control search. Okay. Control F. And um, see if you've already looked for that. Because here's what happens to me. I got this really strong inkling, especially in German, that I've looked up the same damn word 250 plus times. And if I just had a vocab list, then I could look at it. And here's to go. The final step furthest is make a little tally next to that word. If it's like the fourth time you're looking at it, I think the anger will lead you to lock it in. <laughs> I really do, man. Because like, I, I know words, for instance, in Spanish and German that I've just had to turn to this website so often for whatever reason, they don't stick, but apparently are important. And I was thinking, build your master list using word reference, because obviously these are the applicable ones. It's the shit that you want to slap in a message or the stuff that you, in my case, when I'm texting my girlfriend and I want to be clever, well, I turn to that. And I'm not so clever, so it's actually the same word often. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Maybe we shouldn't be like dropping this episode so quickly because – if we don't tell people about this and people will think we're super clever and people will think that we just know all these things, it turns out we're just looking them all up online and anybody can do it. You need the will to look it up online, but all these resources are there. So I guess, you know, you're welcome. We're giving you all our secrets. It's like the, uh, it's like the magicians giving up their trade secrets. Venga, gente. Pues eso es para hoy. Esperamos que os haya gustado mucho. Eh, todo ese contenido se trata de cómo usar el word reference, como habíamos dicho, y es una herramienta genial. Y yo tengo que sugerirlo, pero mil veces, porque es tremenda en cuanto a lo que ofrece, todos los foros, y lo que se encuentra ahí verdaderamente es un tesoro, porque es una combinación del conocimiento de los nativos y la gente que lo usa, tanto como eh, un diccionario y un thesaurus. Mira, tengo que Tesorio. exponer mis debilidades en el idioma, tesor, te, te, thesaurus. Venga, ya está. Hasta luego. Hasta luego.